welcome to Fandom Night, Pages of Fandom. This is episode 7. Today's episode is Our Dream Justice League. So what are you guys up to? You got current issues? Man, <clears throat> current issues. Uh, yikes, I'm a little GT, by the way. Um, you know what? I don't know. Last thing I, I picked up was I tried to reread some of my Infinite Crisis stuff because, uh, you know, thinking back on all the things going on in the movies, there's a lot of things on Infinite Crisis that have them in there. Like Deadshot is in the new movie. And I, uh, you know, I was listening to another another podcast where they were talking about, oh, Deadshot, he's not really that deep of a character. Where Well, in Infinite Crisis, they had a, uh, a whole book. I bought the volume of it, but it's called uh, Villains United. And it had all the villains... Uh, a bunch of those guys like fighting against crazy odds and stuff like that. And it included Deadshot and, uh, he fell in love with the girl he was on his team with and she got pregnant, I guess. And then, uh, killed the baby on purpose. I mean, there's all kinds of like, I don't remember exactly what happened. So I wanted to read through it again, um, to see what was going on. But that's what, uh, that's what I'm currently doing. Okay. Yeah. Our next co-host. Uh, Shane McCree, proto guy. And for once, when Bill says this, I actually do. Um, <clears throat> on my current issue, um, well, just uh, the other day, I just finished the first volume of the DC 52 Batman, The Court of Owls. And um, holy shit. Well, that book, Bill's told me to read this book. I don't know how long, and I finally read this book. And holy shit, is it freaking awesome! <laughs> I like if anybody out there has seen that Batman vs. Robin movie that is supposed to be based off the Court of Owls, read the book. Yeah, yeah, because you That's don't true. know you don't know the Court of Owls. From that right. movie. Yes, you see Talon. Yes, you do actually see the court. But let me tell you something. In the movie, they make the movie all about Damian Wayne. Let me tell you something. The book, he ain't nothing but a damn footnote. Right? The movie, the book is not about Damian. It's not about Batman and his son connecting. It is about Batman freaking the fuck out. <laughs> when he loses his mind, that is the best part of the book because you lose your mind with him. I had to flip the book sideways and upside down right, to read it. And I'm like, holy crap, Batman is going nuts. And not only that, but he's taking an ass whooping from Talon. Yeah. I also like how as he loses his sanity, the the artwork actually alters. And then as he's slowly getting himself back together, the artwork slowly goes back to what it was in the first book. Yeah, he like literally changes into a man owl. That's the best way to put it. Like you like there's a point in the book where um Talon fucking stabs him, throws him into a wall, beats his ass, and then he's going in for the final kill. And Batman just, I don't know, he just snaps. And he, like, Batman is taking a beating from here. Like, he's bleeding, he's been stabbed, he's been thrown through walls, he's been, his face has been, you know, punched into the concrete. 
and he gets up and he just starts fighting Talon with everything he's got and he beats the living shit out of this dude. And I'm like, holy crap, like 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 reading it made me tired. It was like the fucking Goku Vegeta fight all over again. And you know? yet and yet somehow when the ring came to Earth, it said that Hal Jordan can overcome great fear more than Bruce Wayne could. That's a load of dog shit. <laughs> we no it Batman should be the Green Lantern of the Justice League. I'm sorry, Hal. I do like you. But no, Bruce Wayne is the damn Green Lantern, in my opinion. And but since my in my next issue, current issues, I'm actually reading the second volume of the DC 52 Justice League. And I haven't I'm, I'm, I'm almost done with the book. But. Holy crap. That book is not only great, but it's freaking hilarious because the, the, the Batman and Hal hate each other. And Hal gives him a hard time. Batman gives him a hard time. Well, you also a- you also like I tried to tell you in comic books, every frame is frozen, but they tell more story from a frozen picture than they ever have in a movie ever. Like I had to point it out to you. You were like, oh, I like how Hal has made little umbrellas for everybody. And I was like, but look at the picture again. Who got left out? I looked at the picture again, and Batman was getting wet. Like, he he didn't make an umbrella for Batman, but he made an umbrella for Aquaman. And um, <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of pointless because Aquaman lives in the water. Yeah. And right. he even yeah, – he even, he even, yeah. He even points it out. He's like, uh, Lantern, I don't need an umbrella. And my favorite part of the of the comic so far, I mean, besides like seeing Graves like come into the watchtower and beat the entire Justice League single handedly with ease, by the way. He did not even he didn't even move. He stood in one spot and beat the entire Justice League. But my, my my favorite part of it was when Green Arrow shows up and he keeps following him, being wanting to be part of the Justice League. And Lantern says that they already have a useless guy on the team. But if Batman sprains his ankle, we'll give you a call. And then he, and then he whispers to Batman, I'm not really going to call him. And all Batman can do is be like, thanks. <laughs> and no, I like how he says, you forget, he says, we don't need a plan. We're the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And because in this in these books, Housen, a complete asshole, with his ring, he makes a giant green arrow and points to that fucking green arrow. He's like, we already have a green guy on the team. But if you would like to change your name to Blue Arrow, we might we might reconsider. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're a douche. He is a douche. If I remember <laughs> right, there's a weirdness to Ollie also. Like, uh, he uh, he despises the color yellow. I haven't seen that yet. 
they they don't play around with it too often, but you'll notice that sometimes they'll make jokes of it because they'll like like uh, one of his if he if you're following his comics or whatever, like one of his guys will pull up in like a yellow Lamborghini or something, and he'll always make comments like, "Ah, really yellow." Oh man, they they even do it in uh Injustice Gods Among Us when everybody has to put their hand on a on a scanner. And everybody's yeah. scanner is like red, blue, green, orange, and you get over to him, and he's about to put his hand on it, and he says, "Oh, come on, yellow." <laughs> Man, he wouldn't fit in the Sinestro Corps. Yeah, he'd be <laughs> he'd be freaking out. But like I said, I haven't finished the book, but I'm almost done. But from what I've read, this is really freaking interesting like the dc 52 justice league is crazy you know you got a mixture of asshole and how then you got your cool-headed people like superman batman the flash like barry's not a hothead in this he's actually one of the more reasonable wiser ones in the in, in the in the league you also got aquaman who's also kind of a dick yeah, and but one, that's nothing new. No, as far as I've heard, Aquaman's always been a dick. And then you've got well, actually, it's actually funny because in one of the um, pages I was reading, uh, Aquaman saved this, this ship of full of people from sinking, and these reporters are there, and they're like, um. One of the reporters basically said that there's uh, there are hundreds of other heroes more qualified than you, Aquaman, to be part of the Justice League. Basically bashing on the fact that he's Aquaman. Right. And I was like, holy crap, dude. Aquaman picked up that ship with one arm. <laughs> um, I don't know where you've been, and I know you're a comic book character, but... Aquaman just doesn't talk to fish anymore. He does other stuff. Like, Aquaman has become a much better character over the years. Oh, yes. Oh, they've, they've paid a lot more attention to him since the 70s. Like, he, he... In the water, he's as strong as Superman. Out of the water, he's still a force to be reckoned with. He carries a trident with him. Like, would you like to be stabbed with a trident? Like, he has superhuman strength. I want to say the trident is not actually a trident, though. It serves some weird purpose. It gives him some sort of power. Well, it works because he does kick some ass on land. He does, yeah. Now, like, holy crap, dude. You're not the old Aquaman that I remember because you were a fucking joke in the, in the old days. Now you're not a joke. In fact, you're kind of broke. And I haven't seen him fight in the water yet, but on land, if he can do this on land, I don't even know. I can't even imagine what he can do in the water. Well, you'll get to see what him and his people are capable of when you buy volume three. Yeah. yeah. But and like I said, you know, like Batman is Batman. You know, I don't need to see too much about Batman. Everybody knows how Batman is. Yeah. yeah. And Wonder Woman is actually kind of interesting because everybody knows that 
wonder like Superman and Lois Lane are always like they're the couple. They're the couple like when you think comic book couples, the first couple that probably comes into your mind is Superman and Lois Lane. Right. Well, not in this case. Superman's with Wonder Woman now. Yeah. Which I don't I don't really like that a whole lot, I guess, but but it's not bad. But and then you get to see the, it, it, you get to see the relationship between Superman and Wonder Woman start building, and then you get to see how that's affecting Steve Trevor. Yeah, because, no one cares about. It. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't mean to like go into some Kevin Smith's ball rats kind of crap, but let's be honest: if you're Superman, I don't think you can date Lois Lane. I mean, realistically, I don't think she could ever carry your kid, and I have trouble believing, like, I know Superman can control an awful lot of his strength, but if he accidentally gives a, like, a, a tough hug even one time... He would, right. he would break her in two. Yeah, and he, yeah. it has to be, even if it's the slightest mistake, even if, like, she just almost died... And he's super relieved, and he throws one arm around her without thinking for even even a millisecond, and he would squeeze he would squeeze her intestines out through her mouth. Well, like in the Justice League um, animated series, when Darkseid shows up, he literally says that it's like I live in a world made of paper. Yeah, I have to be careful with every step I take, with every hand I shake, I. But you, you can take it, can't you? I don't need to hold back with you. Yeah, that's actually one of the coolest <laughs> scenes in the old Justice League cartoon. So, he tells him, he says, what we have here is a rare chance for me to cut loose. And he punches him one time so hard that it breaks every window in Metropolis. Yeah, and you know what's – so, yes – for years like the DC power couple has always been like Superman and Lois Lane but Wonder Woman can handle Superman and I think it makes a little more sense because they're both alien in their own way yeah and they're both alone when you really mm-hmm. look at it because yes she can go back to her island but where she is right now she's got no one she is her own her own person mm-hmm. and no one else is like her and then you've got him and he's his own person and no one else is like him as right. of right as of right now where, they, where they haven't it's met. it's different when you get into things like yes supergirl has been introduced in the dc52 and power girl as well but but he's related i mean yeah he's you know. related so mm-hmm. yeah Moving so, into some creepy territory. So yeah, right. so it makes sense that those two are together, and Steve Trevor is like broken up in the comic. Like he's drinking when people try to interview him, he's fucking flipping out on him. Which I think yeah. makes more sense than uh than the way they played him out. Like like in the comic books, he was just this retarded ass 
like marine guy that would get into trouble and she'd go save him. It was like the reverse of the guy that always like Superman always saves Lois. Well, Steve Trevor would always get like caught by Nazis or some shit and here would come Wonder Woman. Right, yeah. So, he was like the little So I was telling when I was telling Bill at work, I'm like, Steve Trevor shouldn't be like hurt or broken up that bad. You did not lose Wonder Woman to another human man. You lost him to Superman. Nobody can compete with him. <laughs> right. You're like, come on, man. Have a little pride. You know, you still got. <laughs> and think yeah. about it. You are the o- you are the only human male she's ever dated. And as far as I know, has ever dated. So you should feel proud that you even got to date her for as long as you did. You lost her to an alien. Now, that doesn't count. You know, you didn't lose her to a human. You lost her to an alien. So be proud that you are with her for as long as you were. Let's also be honest. When Superman takes your girlfriend, what are you going to do about it? Now, there was another funny thing. It was a really funny thing. Um, Now, Greg would know. Greg, you've, you've been watching the second season of Flash, right? Yeah. Okay, you know that um that that um um that new cop that's um that um uh Patty Spivet? Yep. And you know that Barry's yeah. dating her. Yeah. Well in the comic book, he did mention that he was um seeing this seeing Patty and Hal's like, How come you haven't introduced me to her? And he's like, Because the last girl I introduced you with, you hit on her at five minutes after we sat down for dinner. Yep. And the reason why Batman trusts Superman, Superman said this. I don't I don't try to steal his girlfriends. Right. I'm like, yeah, because Batman's got a lot of money, but you're Superman. So you could probably take women from Batman if Batman ever was with a woman, because I mean, yeah, he's been with women, but, you know, he doesn't keep relationships because he's brooding. Now, truth be told, where you are in the comics, Superman won't be dating Wonder Woman until about the end of Volume 3 of the Justice League. And then that's about the time that you'll get into Superman-Wonder Woman comics. So it's intriguing that it's not Lois Lane this time. And you do get to see Lois in the comic book. They've, they've been making subtle hints that Batman might actually end up with her. Yeah. Now, well, that would work because Batman is human and super fucking lonely. I mean, it doesn't matter if I mean he yes, he's always going to have Alfred. I mean, forever how long Alfred is on the is on this world, he'll have Alfred. So he's never going to be completely alone and he has three disciples because in the in the Batman uh, Court of Owls, you see Dick Grayson, Tim Drake and Damian all in the same room. So he has his three disciples and he has Alfred. But when it comes to being lonely as in relationship wise, it would make sense that he could jump to Lois Lane because it would theoretically it would work better because they're both human. Okay. Well, I'm a, I'm Reploid Bill, William Bush. And, uh, as for my current issue, I'm rereading the blackest night all of it and I come across a problem 
this uh, retcon thing that they did because it wasn't a reboot. It was a fucking retcon. The first books are reboots, and then they skip five years, and they say all the major storylines did happen, but they happened during those five years. Well, then I have a question. Did Blackest Night happen? Yeah, they... They uh, see that's interesting to me too because I'd have to go back and read my other new Fifty Two comics, but yeah, I think I think they kind of referenced that it already did happen. Yeah, because like Black have- Black Hand is around and the White Lanterns are definitely known, and the entity is not a mystery anymore. Yeah, yeah, and then Necron comes later, and they already they already know him. Like later in the comics, they're like, "Oh, Necron's back." But then and that then brings it- but that brings up questions like. Did Superman fight and die against Doomsday? I don't know. Because it's... if he if he did not, then Blackest Night could not have possibly happened the same way because half of the heroes that were quote-unquote dead that should have been coming back... Right, never that, did. Yeah, that can't happen. And the other thing that gets me is, is there even a Justice Society in the 52? Oh man, that's a, yeah. I don't know. I don't think they exist. So you know more, the, than, more than half of Blackest Night can't even happen, but somehow did. Okay. Well, because like their continuity is all messed up. Because later, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. But it's like, uh, what do they prove later? What do they prove? There's something that they prove later. Oh yeah, when they did their little convergence event or whatever. They proved that the other universe is still there and that DC New 52, because of Flashpoint, like it spun off of the, the 52nd, um, you know, there's 52, yeah. you know. Yeah, I do. World. Right. So, so that's what they're saying now is that that's the 52nd world. Not, it's not like everything actually changed because in Convergence, the normal Superman was there and he was still broke as shit. Okay. And, so then the real oh. question comes down to this. Are they going to relaunch an original universe to go back to what we knew and you could continue from that? Or or is – because sometimes it feels like the Green Lantern books are already doing that, like they don't take place in the 52. Because when you read Justice League, it seems like a completely different Hal Jordan than when I read Green Lantern 52. Yeah, I, I agree with you there and I – when I saw that in Convergence, I was like, please, please, please bring back old school Superman. Bring back, like, all the old people and, you know, but uh, so far it hasn't happened. So, I don't know. Uh, it should, I think it was just a little tease for I'll everybody. I'll be honest like, with you. I hate retcons. I can't stand yeah, them. I, I, I know. Would, I would have preferred, even if I would have ended up basically rereading all the old stories like Hush and everything – I still would have rather seen DC-52 take its own modern-day view of what happened in Hush and just replay it. And I don't care. I would rather see that than this retcon five years, nothing makes fucking sense bullshit. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's like they can do whatever they want. And that's that's a discussion we should have later is how comic books are today, where I, I think they're more like a sit down, read one storyline, and you don't have to pick up another one ever again. Whereas before, they were like, hey, you better follow this storyline to find out some cool shit. But, uh, I don't know, that's putting it into a small box, but 
No, mm-hmm. I, I I get you. Sometimes it well, like okay, if you're reading the Justice League comics and you just read them, ba 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 ba, they they all seem to work with their own continuity for their own line of books. But then right. if you switch to the Green Lantern stuff, like in the very first Green Lantern book, Hal Jordan has been stripped of his rank. He is not a Green Lantern. Sinestro is a Green Lantern. And he, like, comes back and duplicates his ring and forces Hal Jordan to basically be, like, his slave. And while at the same time, the Green Lantern New Guardians book tells you that uh, Kyle Rayner has only been a Lantern for two years. He's still considered the new guy. And when I'm reading all this, I'm like, wait, wait, what? Because at the exact same time in the Guardians, the new Guardians book, they specifically show scenes from the 1997 JLA and even put him in the original fucking costume. And I'm like, okay, so all of JLA happened, but it happened in two years? Yeah, right. I know. That goes from like 97 to like 2007. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. It's a little messed up. It's hard to know what's up and down, you know? So really you just got to kind of pick a book line that you like now and stick with it because like in their own universes, they work. Like if you just read justice league and maybe the justice league international or justice league of America, like those two seem to be working with each other. But then you jump over and you read like, like, there's Batman, there's Batman the Dark Knight, there's Batman Incorporated, and then there's uh, uh, Batman, Batman, and Detec- there's Batman, Batman and Robin, Batman Detective Comics. All five of them are happening in different time zones, like different eras of his life. Because in, uh, in Batman Detective Comics, I think it is, the cops still don't trust Batman. They're still shooting at him in the streets and shit. But in the Justice League books, the cops are working with him. Right. I've I noticed that too. I think uh, when I was reading like the one of the one of the comics, I didn't read all the Batman ones like in a row. But there was one where it seemed like they they didn't like I don't know. Yeah, like they weren't used to him yet. And I was like, what's going on here? Like, how far is this in the future? What, isn't he on the Justice League? Like, it just makes you ask a bunch of questions. Like, you know, they I, definitely don't. Sir. I'm enjoying the DC 52. And I, I, for what it's worth, they're telling really strong stories. But I don't think the continuity has ever been this bad. Like, it is, it is broken as shit. Yeah. yeah. I have a question before we get on to our main topic. Yeah. Since I told you guys before, I mean, at work today that I was planning on uh, <clears throat> looking into getting, um, looking at the list of all the DC 52 stories that are going on right now. Right. Well, yeah. as you you both know, already know, but then I'm reading Justice League. And since they're, fo- they, they, you know, they focus on the Justice League, but there's two mem- there's two people on this list that I don't know who they are. All right. Mr. Miracle and Power Ring. Okay. So Mr. Miracle is from uh, Apocalypse, 
he's got a lot to do with the uh, dark side. Mm. He says, is he is, his name's Scott Free. I mean, I know a lot about the dude, but he's like a, a master, like escape artist kind of okay. guy. And he's got technology from Apocalypse. I don't remember if he's his adopted son or some shit. I'm not sure. We'd have to, you know, you'd have okay. to care a lot, I guess. But, but yeah, and, uh, Power Ring, I think he uses, man. Man, it's been a long time. I had his hero click figure, but I think he just has a ring that's like, it's kind of like a Green Lantern ring, but I don't think it is one. Okay. So, yeah, they were yeah. the only, they were the only two people on this list that I had no clue who they were. Did they say he was in the JLA? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the Justice League. Um, this is one of the, um, ongoing storylines. And it says focusing on the team of Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, Flash, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, Shazam, Power Ring, Lex Luthor, and Mr. Miracle. Okay, well, first off, that's one hell of a team. I don't know how they <laughs> lose fights, but um, <laughs> you don't lose fights. Holy crap! Yeah. So, um, but I do remember seeing that. Yeah, Lex Luthor, Luthor joins them, but I don't think I read that far where he's like really in it. But. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. That's interesting. The power rings there and Green Lantern. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm like, not, okay. I don't, well, as as this show goes, we're gonna start picking books like uh, and uh, I think what we'll do is we'll read like the Batman, and we'll kind of all sit here and do kind of like a page for page where we flip through it. And we talk about what we're seeing and what we liked and how the story went and like uh. Then when we go to the next book, we'll start talking about continuity and where we think it sits and everything, and we'll just start kind of like dissecting parts of the uh, the the new DC 52, or it's not new anymore. In fact, it's pretty much over, but you get the idea. Uh, we are set. So, like I said today, we are doing the we get to, we, each of us each of us get to pick six members, and. These members are supposed to be your dream Justice League team. The idea here is to present a team that is both A, something you would really love to see, and B, would create for amazing storyline potential should this ever be like given to a writer or something, some shit like that. And for anybody that's checking out our show... If you're on the YouTube or whatever else, or if you just want to send us an email, that's fandomnight.com. You go there, you can send us an email. Uh, go ahead and tell us which one of us had the coolest team, or who, like, if these teams fought, who would win, who would have the best storyline potential. Let us know what you guys think, and for what it's worth, tell us what your six great Justice League members would be. And who wants to start us out? I would say you go ahead and start us off. Me? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. My uh, my league is kind of kind of interesting. Uh, first off, I thought that I need somebody that's going to counteract magic because magic seems to be the brokest friggin' thing in the DC universe. So I got Zatanna on my team. Okay. I thought about Dr. Fate, but he, he you can't really control him or trust him. He just kind of does what he wants to do, so I'm like, fuck on that guy. 
my next person was uh, I had a lot of trouble with the last person on my list. So the last person on my list turned out being uh, Fire uh, Starfire, and I fought okay. with myself for a long time on that, but. I feel like if they could kind of revert her to the way she was pre-DC-52, she makes for a very interesting character in general. And she's super broken powerful, so she's useful in that way. Right. Hmm. Okay. My power, yeah, that's interesting. The powerhouse of my Justice League is Power Girl. I thought about Superman, but it's it's too basic and my idea here was to create a Justice League that was both different and compelling, the way the characters would interact with each other. So those are my three girls. I have Magic, um, kind of like a kind of like a fill-in character. She could pretty much take the role of anybody on the team as Starfire, and Power Girl being my Bruiser. Now I have three guys for my team as well. The the, the first guy. I replaced Batman. I still need a detective on the team, and he still needs to be—he uh, still needs to have his own level of brokenness. But I thought it would be interesting to bring in like uh, Tim Drake's Red Robin. Okay, yeah, I like him. I'm a fan. The reason okay. I thought this was because while while Batman is is you know he's he's fucking Batman, but Batman is not always available. So I thought it would be interesting if they were designing a Justice League, somebody that could stay there more permanently. And I right. think that I think that like Dick and them, like they're okay. You got Dick and you got Jason and you got you got you know you know who Damien. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Tim has the strongest mind of them. He is easily the detective of that group. And I've always seen that in my mind, Tim, even though even though Dick was the first Robin, Dick Grayson is never going to be Batman. I, I don't see it realistically, because even when Dick Grayson became Batman, he was still he was still relying on Tim to help solve most of his mysteries. And getting help from like the question and shit like that, because Tim has the more detective-based mind, and I think that's important on a Justice League. My second, right. my second male character is Kyle Rayner, White Lantern. It's a all new, right, going hard. Well, it's a new power. They don't quite understand it a hundred percent yet. And let's be honest, sometimes the Justice League fights God-level characters. Yeah. You're going to need somebody on your team that can take that kind of abuse. No, I agree. So I figured Kyle Rayner. And then, because Shane, every <laughs> team needs a speedster. Mm -hmm. Every team needs a speedster. So I picked one, and I came up with an idea right off the bat that wouldn't it be interesting... If on a trip back to the future, Eobard Thwarn noticed that he didn't care for the legacy that was laid down and the, the decisions he'd made in the past, he, he doesn't like the monster 
that whatever he does turns him into. So he goes back and offers his services on the Justice League as the reverse Flash and play with the story. Here, we always have those villains that seek redemption. It would mm-hmm. be interesting to see redemption from one of the evil Flashes because it's never happened. Ever. Okay. He, no, even, it's not. It's not totally. It's feasible because uh, Reverse Flash. He uh, one of his like he's kind of deep, weird. Like I don't know, he's psychotic. I guess I want to say, but he uh, he wants to train um, Barry Allen to be better. So he wants to kill everything in his life so he can be the best mm-hmm. he can be. It makes sense if he just like disappeared and they're like he's like I want to make the Justice League better. And then you're like shit. You don't even have to do any time rewinding with stuff. He's gonna you know because uh, I don't know. I- that, my idea was what if he intercepted information from the future where he figures out that what he does with the Flash actually breaks the Flash. It makes him worse. So then he decides that it's not that he's been going about it the wrong way. He needs to be a mentor rather than the kind of psychotic pushing freak force that he's been. And it would be interesting to see him because nobody in the team is going to trust him. Right, yeah, I would, yeah. But they're yeah. gonna need him. Yeah, because it'll break their face too. You know? I don't know. It would be interesting, yeah. And the way I look at it, if Poison Ivy and Catwoman are all of a sudden heroes, then I don't see why I can't get away with Reverse Flash. Yep, yeah, I agree. I mean, how many people is Poison Ivy killed, and she's a fucking bird of prey? Oh, yeah. she's probably taking many lives. Yeah. So how many is that for you now, Bill? That was six. Okay. I have I have Reverse Flash, White Lantern, Red Robin, Power Girl, Starfire, and Zatanna. <clears throat> All right. Well, Greg, if you want to go next. Well, let's see here. So I figured we would all have some of the same people. And uh, when I was making my team, I just thought, well, I'll use people that I haven't heard of from a long time. But then the end result of my team, you know, this is a disclaimer that if people are going to like write in and say which team would win, I don't think, you know, I don't know. I didn't make my team to be that way. I just thought it'd be interesting. Okay. So here we go. But here we go. They they clearly would have a kind of ridiculous advantage here because, you know, anyway, so I do have Zaytana on my team. So that's the female, the magic the super broke magic stuff. Uh, and you gotta have it because, um, you know, I don't know. DC is just, you know, there's a lot of characters, but not a lot of magical. And then if there is a magic villain, uh, he's usually going to win unless they have somebody magic on their team. So that's just, you know, how the cookie crumbles there. And then, uh, I had, uh, Sodom Yacht. I think that's how you say his name correctly. And he is a green lantern. And, uh, he is a Green Lantern who's also a Daxamite, which is a cousin of the Kryptonians, and that's what their race is, or the Daxamites or whatever. So he also is empowered by a yellow sun with the exact same power as Superman, but he has a Green Lantern ring as well. So if he gets hit by a yellow sun on his trip in the universe, he's super broke. Uh, can't they also – can't he also create a yellow sun from the ring? Um, he did it when he had, uh, he had ion inside of him. He had the, uh, 
the god of the Green Lantern Corps. Like he he was the what do you call it? The host for a while, and yeah, and then he created a, a yellow sun. But I don't know. He's uh he's pretty broke, but he's not he's not. I mean, the the problem with Daxamites though is that they like so a Kryptonian's weakness of Kryptonite, right? But when you take the Kryptonite rock away, their powers come back. But if you give um, a Daxamite lead, like lead's even near them, if they get lead on their skin, it absorbs in their skin and slowly kills them. So they can't they can't undo it or whatever. So uh, it's a pretty major weakness if you think about it. I mean, Batman has like lead in his mask, you know? So yeah. it's like, the goes and, you know, punches him in the face and the pieces shatter in the air. I mean, that's how bad their weakness to lead is. It's really bad, like, like uh, pretty pretty stupid level bad it's so, kind of like the martian manhunter's extreme fear of fire oh uh, yes i would have totally put him on my team if not for the fact that i hate that character's weakness to a point where i just think it's the most absurd character design i've ever heard of just like you know i don't know he's just gonna like a little kid in a schoolyard could beat him if he snuck up on him and lit a match on his back you know i've, I've seen him sweat because people smoke a cigarette around him yeah, yeah, it's it's that bad. It's it's just so horrible. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So I've got some staple characters too, which um, that's what I was saying to Shane today is that like you know I'm just a I'm just a huge fanboy of the old school Superman. So I said it would be the Superman from Earth One, the one before, you know, the, the original universe before Fifty Two Flashpoint happened. Uh, you know, because he was just awesome as hell, and he's the one I've read the most comics about. So you know, seen his ups and downs and stuff. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it there. There's, <laughs> I can give you a lot of reasons why I picked Superman, but obviously a powerhouse, uh, monster so, with. So you're talking about the Superman of like the, the, the eighties and nineties. Yeah. The one he's, he's the same. Uh, he's be, he'd be the one of infinite crisis. Like the, the one that like, not the gray haired. I know, one, you know, I know the, who you're talking about. So he's the one that was just there, like literally just right before Flashpoint happened. Yeah. So I would use that one. Uh, okay. But uh, let's see. Then I would have Barry Allen as the Flash, just because he's the original gangster. I was really, really close, dude, to doing what you did and being like, look, um, uh, there was a Zoom. What is his name? Uh, Kid Zoom is one of my favorite iterations of any villain of any Flash person. So. Like, uh, Bar Allen had a clone made of him and they named him Impulse. Oh wait, what was his name? Inertia. Yeah. And then, uh, Zoom came to him and was like, Hey, I'll make you better. And then taught him how to be like him. So he was Kid Zoom. So, uh, that was pretty interesting. So, uh, yeah, but no, but I just went with Barry Allen just to keep it old school. Is anybody keeping count? I'm just walking around with a kid in my hand. I can't, I can't remember where I'm at. What's, uh, that four? One, two. So far, you have Zatanna, Superman, uh, Barry Allen, and uh, Green Lantern guy. So you're at four. I had these written down. I can't reach for my notepad here, but I've got a. Um, I'm a huge Connor Kent fan, so the old school Superboy. But I, the new Superboy from the new Fifty Two, grew on me quite a bit because he uses his tactile telekinesis a lot more than the the one from the older ones does. And uh, his new suit's pretty cool. And um, uh, I actually ended up dying just a little bit ago, which is really weird. And then I don't know. There's his storyline just went like really crazy. 
I think they just didn't know what to do with them and they just wrote a story in like five minutes. Like, get it out there. So uh yeah, so he's he's on my team. So if you're counting, that's one, two, three Superman type people. No joke. Uh, yeah. And they're with all different things about them. And the last person oh was uh Deathstroke. Deathstroke the Terminator. That's right. Well, I guess oh. if the Justice League has money, they they've got him. <laughs> well, yeah. So, and then Shane called it earlier, actually today. I said, he goes, well, what's one of your guys? I said, man, I'm using a guy that's like, you know, he's like an anti-hero guy because most people would call him a villain, but the comics I have of him, one through fifty-eight or whatever of Deathstroke the Terminator, and I mean, he's like totally anti-hero. Like he ends up fighting people at the beginning first like 30 issues it's just because people pay him but then slowly he gets like, like emotional with it and he does the right things and teams up with heroes and stuff like that but uh the dude's a monster if you've seen him in any comic fighting anybody uh he's definitely batman level you know prepare to eat shit when you fight him so that's well a- i've i've seen him i've seen him take down his share uh fair share <clears throat> of superhumans yeah, I mean, there's that one comic, and I don't know what it is, but it's Batman, Superman, or something. But yeah, there's that scene where they're trying to get, um, where he like ambushes them outside of like a warehouse, and they're like they're like looking for something, and uh, it's Green Lantern, Black Canary, uh, Green Arrow, uh, Flash. It's like Wally West or something, and uh, he takes them all down like instantly, and then Green Arrow. Uh, um, which sounds, it sounds stupid. I mean, cause Flash is so fast, but yes, he stabs Flash, uh, through some trickery. And then, um, he goes to Green Lantern and he actually tries to break his, he breaks his hand and then he tries to take his ring off. And he actually starts to pull the ring off of his hand, which is, you have to have more willpower than him to do that. And then, uh, and then Superman shows up and then it's game over because obviously Deathstroke against Superman is like, GG's bro. Like I'm out. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm seeing on my team. So far, I'm thinking neither one of us can utilize Zatanna because both of them are just going to cancel each other out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You got yeah. a super broken guy, but that is the reason I picked Tim Drake. Because if you literally have a weakness that that's sad, if Tim Drake has a tiny iron ball, that dude is done. Dude, yeah, he's so done. But the Green Lantern ring keeps him. Like in the current comics, he's okay. But back when he had lead in his body. Uh, he had to wear his ring or he'd die. So it drained his ring super fast. But he was like, he's still really good with it and stuff. And he's still really skilled and he's super strong with the yellow sun. But, you know, if he, if he lost power in his ring, he literally died. So, I see, I see Power Girl taking out your Superboy. I, I don't, I don't see him winning that fight. The new 52? You're crazy. No, I don't know. He's, he's, he's okay. I don't know, man. I just I, I I don't see it. I've I've always seen her as like for some reason her powers are random as shit. Like there are times in the Blackest Night she fought the Superman Prime Black Lantern by herself. Yeah. But, but then for some reason like in uh in the President Luther story they kick a metal door at her. She gets hit one time and she's out. You know, I, you know, I, I think that, you know, I totally agree that like, I, I really do like Power Girl and her storyline and stuff, but, and she's definitely like stronger. And I don't know, I guess I would count it to age because, you know, she's like older Supergirl from another world or universe, whatever. But, um, 
Yeah, I always I would just assume she was stronger than most people. And then for some reason, the only person everybody wants to argue if she can fight or not is the normal Superman. But yeah, I'm pretty sure she could break a lot of people. And then I think that's why they don't have her around a lot. Like when you read other comics, like just like how Batman never calls on Superman to help him do shit in Gotham, even though he's got seven comic books of stuff going on. Right. But, yeah. It's like, it's like, hey, why don't you call Superman? Oh, he's busy. Okay, how about Power Girl? She's literally not busy. She's from another <laughs> universe. She, no one she knows is here. Call her up. Yeah. I'm also, I'm also curious because the White Lantern stuff, that's still really yeah. new, and they don't know. They don't seem to put a cap or an understanding on where that power level goes. Yeah, it's pretty, in, it's pretty, it's pretty infinite. Well, at least he's been beaten with it, but he can't be killed, as far as I know. That's so I see, don't. your your broke ass Superman is the one that I see halting my team because I have a right. White Lantern, but dude, that Superman is broke as a joke. I know because I, no I don't have super. magic. I don't have magic because you have magic, and right. they're the same character, so those two are done. Right. I I'm I really don't see your. Uh, I, I, I'm well, sorry. I don't, Zoom, Zoom. I don't Zoom see. I don't see Superboy. I don't see Superboy right. beating Power Girl. I just. I don't see it, man. But it. Yeah. Well, he, I don't know. He could fight against Flash or whatever. Or your. Wait. Which one do you have though? Did you get Zoom or Professor's? Like. Uh, Reverse yeah. Flash. Flash. Yeah. Dawn. Yeah. The guy that uses his own energy. The opposite. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because Professor Zoom to me, I I don't. Okay. Eobard Thawne, he's a thief from, like, the 25th century that comes back that is obsessed with the Flash. And, like, yeah. he, has like he has, like, a really strange psychotic mentor problem, which if, if you could prove to him that the way he's going about it hurts the Flash, I see that he could be redeemed, where Professor Zoom is out of his goddamn mind. Oh yeah, he is. He's he's literally he's crazy. Like I see yeah. nothing. I see nothing to fix him. So I, there's no way I could put him on my Justice League. Right. No, I get that. Now, what I'm really excited for, Bill, is to hear the uh, the team that Shane's got racked up. What you got, uh, Shane? Well, hearing your guys' teams, uh, fucking Greg's team being super broke, and your team being. As I mean, no, maybe not as broke as Greg's, but still. I tried, per- I, I tried to go for more of a more of a tactical team. I wanted to kind of balance my equation the best I could. So for me, like you mentioned, Bill, you you need somebody on the team with a sharp mind. That's why you chose Tim Drake. Well, and because Batman, like like you said is not always available and if he is sometimes he just doesn't want to come yeah. so for my sharp-minded character it took me a while to think of one i was gonna go with lex luther but because i hate that guy yeah. i'm going with i'm going with somebody who i do like who also has a very sharp mind the I'm going with, no 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 for detective wise, I'm going with Barbara Gordon. Batman. Oh, okay. 
So Batgirl will be my detective because as Oracle, she was, she's smart as shit. Okay, is she as smart as Batman? She's uh she's technical smart. Uh, she's she's able to deal with a whole lot of technology and stuff like that, but. I don't think her detective skills are Batman or Tim Drake. I could be wrong about this because she has a photographic memory, but it seems to work more towards technical expertise. And I can use her to counteract your Tim Drake. Because they both can go at it. But for my, obviously, like you said, Bill, every team needs a speedster. That's I thought right. long. I thought about this, <clears throat> and I was leaning towards Professor Zoom, but sadly, I'm going to have to go with Greg on this. Barry's my guy, right? So I got to have Barry Allen for my powerhouse. I was going to pick Superman, which I'm still picking Superman, but so many different Supermen. <laughs> Who to choose? So I decided that I'm going with Kingdom Come Superman. Oh, my God. Right, right. So <laughs> just broker than a motherfucker. So Greg Superman can come at me all he wants. I'm broke as fuck. I'm Kingdom Come Superman. That Kingdom Come Superman had a small fight. With uh, with our Superman, during the uh, I think it's during the second eight books of the Batman Superman run. It was the time when Supergirl came to Earth and they had the Apocalypse Super uh, the Apocalypse storyline. During yep. that time, there was a weird, like, right when the right when the bomb hits, like the second the bomb hits, there's a rip in reality, and that Superman found himself in our Batman's cave. And fought with Batman and Superman for a little bit, and it was very obvious that we could not win. But then he just gets like ripped back into his own universe. Yeah, that was now, a really cool. Yeah. Now for my fourth character, I noticed that you guys have been talking about how broke Magic is, but this, but I don't want to pick Zatanna because we don't need three Zatannas. Because they couldn't, they wouldn't do anything with each other. They would just say spells backwards and be, and then nothing would happen. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm also believing that since Kingdom Come Superman is so broke, I'm figuring magic no longer affects him. So he can take care of magic people as well as everybody else, in case the That's other, true. in case my other three characters can't handle it, but. For me, I'm also going to go with Supergirl. And okay. the re the reason why I'm going with Supergirl is because I feel as though it's not fair for Superman to do all the work. <laughs> so let's have another Kryptonian help out. So that way, Greg Superboy will get demolished. But hey, now, hey. but no, 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 but, but your Power Girl, on the other hand, Bill... May Edge Supergirl. Uh, Power Girl and Supergirl actually did fight during the Supergirl comic book run, and it was obvious that the age of of Power Girl kind of gave her an edge. Mm -hmm. But Supergirl, for some reason, like 
Okay, Supergirl, she has, like, lasers and shit from her eyes, which is normal as Kryptonians. But for some reason, Power Girl doesn't. Power Girl gets the ice breath. She's completely invulnerable. She's super strong. She's really fast. But she doesn't get she, she doesn't get eye lasers. And for some reason, that was like an interesting trade-off. They were like, she doesn't get to shoot beams from her eyes, but she's not weak to kryptonite. Kryptonite does nothing to her. Now, for my fifth character... Since you guys have a lantern, it's only fair that I should have a lantern. Now, thinking about all the lanterns there are, I was going to pick Hal. Come on. But I, des- but I decided that I'm not going to pick Hal. I'm going to pick the squirrel. Yes! Bidding! Because wow. in my – I'm sorry, but in my opinion, if a squirrel has so much willpower that a green lantern ring comes to you, you've got to be something special. You know who he's talking about, don't you, Greg? Yeah, but he should have chose the uh, – my favorite one's the chipmunk chip or whatever. Yeah. Like C-H apostrophe P. Well, yeah. chipmunk, squirrel, I'm picking an animal as my, as my lantern. There's a, yeah. there's a red lantern like fly or bee or wasp or some shit. Yeah, I there's a wasp. <laughs> and then I there's can't. also a red lantern cat. Yeah, there's also a red lantern cat. I can't have a guy raging out on me. Well, so after I... they, after they, uh, which I guess this is very new to the Red Lanterns, but if they bathe in the blood of like in the Crimson River of their home world, it actually brings their mind back. So they have control of themselves while still having power of their rage. But since, depending on where we're at, if we're on Earth, that will do nothing for me. <laughs> so they'll rage out, and then I won't be, then they won't be able to be in control, and they could cause a lot of headaches. Now, my last character was a really tough one. And because I didn't put Wally on my team, and Wally's more of the comedic relief of the Flashes than Barry is, I decided that a team needs comic relief. So my last character will be Fall Off Arm Boy. Oh my god. Because you need cannon fodder. Oh. And I'm oh, just joking. Really? I'm just, and I'm just yeah. joking. I'm not going to use that guy. That guy sucks. <laughs> but, but for my last character, I figure, okay, we all have humans. I pick Batgirl. You know, you've got your Deathstroke and your Zatanna and Bill's got Zatanna. But like... Like normal people that don't really have superpowers, like Deathstroke and Batgirl and Tim Drake. I wanted. I don't need. All, I mean, yeah, I picked two Kryptonians, a Flash, a, a Green, a Lantern. So my last character is. I'm actually kind of fond of what Bill told me and how 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 great at martial arts she is. So I'm actually gonna go with Black Canary. Okay. If she well, Bill also says that she does a lot of the training for the new recruits of the Justice League, and if that's the case, then you've got to be some kind of special to be training people with superpowers and everything when you yourself can only scream. Yeah, she uh, she instructs a lot of like 
martial arts to a lot of the other heroes that are kind of like brawlers and shit. She kind of puts them on track, letting them know, look, yeah, you're strong. You could swing your fists everywhere, but it doesn't mean that you can win. And I w- it, it was really hard for me because I was considering Green Arrow. But I feel as though Black Canary is the better fighter. So I chose Black Canary as another human uh, character just in case my Batgirl has some issue with Tim Drake. That way Black Canary could probably beat Tim Drake in a fist fight. I think that fighting wise, I think that Barbara, I think Barbara beats Tim. I really do. But in terms yeah, of I'm, in terms of detective skills, I'm positive no. that Tim has her. Yes. I wanted to be a little unique though because I was going to pick Dick Grayson because you know that out of all the Robins, Dick has been my favorite Robin. And now that he's Nightwing, I think he's even better. But with with talking with you and saying that his detective skills kind of suck and that he's just a good fighter, He's not awful. It's just that if you look at the Bat family, it surprises me that he could have spent that much time with Batman. And he seems to be the worst of the detectives. And I'm not counting Damien because, let's be honest, love him or hate him, Damien has a long way to go. He's yeah. I don't even really count him as a Robin yet. He's, he's still – he's got a long way to go. And – I will let you know, um, hate. I do hate Damien a lot. Probably my least favorite Robin. And I, I didn't pick Jason Todd because, well, dying and coming back fucked with him so bad that I can't really put the Red Hood on my team because he's unpredictable just like a Red Lantern. So, but his detective skills and martial arts skills would probably not I mean obviously maybe not on par with batman but you know who is on par with batman um so i did not choose jason todd and i didn't like i said i'm i was trying not to copy other people's teams so barbara for me was was the best choice for the for my detective all right so let's go back through our lists real quick greg who are your six people Zatanna. Uh, Barry Allen, Superman from the original, like, before Flashpoint. Um, Superboy from the New 52. Uh, Deathstroke. And Saddam Yat, the Green Lantern. Yeah. All right. I had Reverse Flash, Kyle Rayner, White Lantern, Tim Drake, Red Robin, Power Girl, this is before DC 52, Starfire, and Zatanna. And for my team, I had Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, Barry Allen as the Flash, uh, broke-ass Clark Kent, um, broke-ass Kara Zor-El, um, Green Lantern Squirrel, whose name that Bill told me, but I already forgot. His name is like B, and then there's like a hyphen or something like that, and then it's like a DN, I think. Right, like B Din. Yeah, I'm not sure how <laughs> how it's supposed to be pronounced, but but yeah. for the, for this sake, we're gonna call him B Non B, whatever Bill just said. And yeah. for my 
And my last character, uh, Black Canary, whose real name is Laura Lance. All right. Hello. So this is the end of our show. Anybody who is interested, if you're seeing this on, on YouTube, comments in the section below. Tell us who had the coolest team. Tell us what your team would have been. And anybody else who's interested that's hearing it as a podcast or something, go to fandomnight.com. And there we have links to all of our other shows, constant podcast information, the RSS feed, all the contact information is on there. And you can tell us what you think about the show, how it's going, uh, what you thought about this, who your team is. And we'll go ahead and end this like we usually do. Each one of us gets to pick one topic that we like to add to our topic book. You can dig into any one of the any one of the ideas, manga, anime, movies, uh, shows, comic book subjects, whatever. When oh. I uh, for me, when I finish the second volume, I would like to talk about the Court of Owls. All right. Okay. Because yeah. I've read the first book, I need to go purchase the second book. But when I read the entirety of the Court of Owls, I would like to read to, to talk about them because I've also noticed that they made an appearance in the second volume of Justice League. Yeah. So they're everywhere. And they're and so I would like to talk about the the brokenness of said court because they are broke and we need to talk about it. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh, man, I was totally not ready for this part today. I don't know. Uh... Hmm. If well, you don't have... what I'd, I guess, if you I guess don't we could talk one... about, different about different versions of people, like like the 52 version, if you like it better or worse than the, the old universe. Because clearly, if you look at my team, um, a little... Except the new Superboy, but, you know, honestly, uh, the old Superboy is even better. But... You're cutting out pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, you cut out pretty bad. Oh. Say that again. Whoa, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that I would say choose between the new 52 or the old universe. Like, what's what's your, like, about each character? You know what I mean? So say, okay. like, you're like, you, you come up and say, oh, Superman, I like the old one or the new one. Uh, I know the new one's possibly maybe stronger because he, he has a new power. If you guys didn't know, he can explode or whatever. You know, you haven't got that far yet. Uh, that's what Superman needs, more broke abilities. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He yeah. certainly does. Just being Superman alone, you're already broke enough. Uh, for me, I would like to... Uh, I'd like to go over some uh, some comic book video games. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like to talk about like games that we were looking forward to that didn't quite pan out, uh things we think are underrated, overrated. Just talk kind of like how how superhero games are in general, the ones that we think are worth pointing out and staying away from and just have a general discussion about it. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hey guys, did you like that podcast? 
If so, head on over to FandomNight.com where you can check out all of our videos, our other members' videos, and subscribe to the RSS feed to get constant podcasts every other day later on.